0: Roan Mountain Radio Episode 43. Welcome to Roan Mountain Radio. I'm Ken Turner. This is a podcast about Roan Mountain, the jewel of the Southern Appalachian Mountains, always located on the border of Tennessee and North Carolina. Coming up, go to the website Appalachian Treks, T-R-E-K-S, dot blogspot.com. We'll be hearing more about that with Mark Peacock shortly. But first, more adventure at the Fall Naturalist Rally. We just finished up an awesome kids Extreme Roan Adventures Rally in July, and coming Saturday, September the 6th, at the Fall Naturalist Rally, there's a full schedule of kid-friendly activities. Now, they don't call them all adventures. Some of them are hikes, some of them are workshops, like the Fossil Casting Workshop. So check that out. I've got a special schedule on the Extreme Roan Adventures website and a short explanation with a registration page. Now that's a little different than Extreme Roan Adventures in that you become a family membership, and it's the best bargain in outdoor education anywhere. Check that out. If you have any questions, call me or drop me an email. That would be great. So check out the schedule, and I hope to see you on the mountain. Now, also at the Fall Naturalist Rally, this is going to be a great weekend for nature photographers. First of all, there are five special photography activities. Because you've got three guided nature photography hikes, two by Jerry Greer on Saturday, Now this starts with a 6.15 sunrise photography hike out to, I don't know if he's going to go to Jane Bald or all the way out to Grassy Ridge. Uh, Again, weather dependent. Information on the brochure listed in the links section of RoanMountainRadio.com, episode 43. But check that out because you will meet at the Carver's Gap parking lot at 6.15 Saturday morning. That'll be followed by a 10 o'clock nature photography hike with Jerry to be determined where that's going to go. Then 1215, a lunchtime slideshow of nature photography from our ranger friend at Warriors Path State Park, Ranger Marty Silver. Now, if you've ever been to one of his slideshows, you know that it is informative as well as entertaining. And also to wrap out the Saturday photography extravaganza, the evening program with Mark Peacock. and That's the website I gave you a while ago, the AppalachianTrex.com. Mark has been an avid photographer, and since he moved to this area shortly, I guess that was in the 90s, but he started this website, Trex, to post pictures, and his photography is excellent, but he is also a roving photographer for the southern Appalachian area. And his interests are nature and history and geography, just a, a, an assortment there. You'll be impressed when you read his selection of categories there. Uh, you can select by geography area or by waterfalls or plants or history or buildings. It's just as fascinating. So we're going to hear from Mark here in a little bit. Also, the last photography activity is Sunday with David Ramsey now that's also a 615 sunrise photography adventure and I think that is also meeting at the Carver's Gap parking lot 615 on Sunday morning so that if you're a nature photographer or want to be one this is the rally that you need to attend this is going to be super for that now if you're not in that into photography check out all of the other hikes and activities The brochure is downloadable. There's links on the Roan Mountain Radio site. Also, you can go to friendsofroanemountain.org. That link is also in the uh, email and on the website. And now we're going to talk with Mark Peacock. He is the presenter for the Saturday evening program. That'll be a 7.30 program after dinner. So come for dinner or come for the program or both. So Mark will tell us a little bit more of what we can expect on his presentation of Appalachian Treks. Hello, Mark. This is Ken Turner. Hi, Ken. How are you? I'm doing great. I appreciate you uh, taking a few minutes out of your busy schedule and talk with us here.
1: Well, sure. I'm happy to.
0: I'm excited to finally get in get to talk to you because I have I have been on the Appalachian Treks site several times before and that's an awesome site you're really doing a good job with that
1: (laughs) well thank you it's it's a labor of love i've been at it for a while now and it just keeps growing i enjoy working on that
0: so how long have you had the site i saw where you'd been online since 07
1: i think that is i I started in january of 07 chronicling all my uh, travels and my photos and posting directions
0: yeah, it's been going on that long, I guess. So that was the start of the Appalachian Treks. It was, yep, January of '07. Well, yeah, <laughs> that, that's <laughs> awesome to start with something like that and and just celebrate uh, seven and a half years.
1: Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. I've met a lot of great people through it, and my hope is that it's been useful to people, you know, and it's introduced them to the area and maybe some hikes and some waterfalls they would not have they wouldn't have known otherwise.
0: Right. Some well-kept secrets. <laughs> yep. Well, I saw where you started, let's say, oh, it was in your profile where you said you're, you really enjoyed showing new people some of the secrets of the area.
1: Yeah, that's my. I guess that's my passion is just being a, a tour guide for the area. I love when people come to visit me from back home and I get to show them around. And I guess I I take that the next step, and I'm just complete strangers. I I love just giving them advice and helping them to find things around here. Because when I moved here, it was so hard to find information. It was late in the 90s, and the Internet really wasn't, I don't know where it is now, I guess. Right. I moved here, and I thought the only place you could find information was go to the park ranger's office and photocopy their little maps, which is fine, but, you know, that's, that's kind of limiting as well. Once I really got into photography and the website, it's, it's been a real joy of mine to share this area with people.
0: So now, did your photography predate your Internet <laughs> exposure?
1: Well, I was always I was always the, the nerdy kid with the camera around his neck, even growing up. But I never really got very serious about it, really, in, until, I don't know, five or so is when I really got serious. But, you know, I've always been the one taking photos and, and the family and in every group I've ever been in, I've, I've always been the one taking pictures. Right. That's when I got serious about it, though.
0: Well, now, I think that's, that's a good point, because about that time then when the Internet, the growth of the Internet boom, helped offer an exposure for all your pictures, because it doesn't do much good if you've got all these pictures sitting in your, you know, closet. Like... <laughs> They need to be shared so people can see what's out
1: there. That's right. That's right. It really does. It gives somebody who's, I guess, an amateur photographer or someone who's aspiring to be more professional in their photography. It does. By starting a blog, it did two things for me. It gave me an outlet, like you're saying. And second, it really, I tried to post almost every day for the first couple years. That was my goal. And it made me get out a lot and it made me really work my, you know, work the craft, as it were. The craft
0: of photography? Right,
1: right. Yeah. Okay. Having a place to post it and then just setting goals to to be posting photos all the time. It really did help me get better uh, with my photography.
0: The deadline to get something published today? Yeah, that's what I tried
1: to do. Now now that I'm in it this far, it is not every day, but uh, I still try to post a couple times a week. Whether it's an artsy kind of shot or whether it's something that's more descriptive of a destination, I I try to post every week.
0: I think you've got a good blend of things because a lot of the, like you're saying, the artsy side, (laughs) but then you also link the maps and the waterfalls and the, the way you've got it laid out here, people can really go all over the area.
1: Yeah, I've I've gotten some fun emails from people who said they've gotten lost on that site and stayed there for a couple hours. That always makes <laughs> that makes me happy. If if they can, you know, lose themselves in all the pictures and descriptions and maps, then I feel like I've created something worthwhile.
0: Absolutely, that's an excellent job. That's a high recommendation there. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I went on vacation and never left your website. That's yeah. great. Yeah. Well now you you're publishing or, or posting a couple of times every week is this uh, meaning you get out a couple of times every week looking for new things that you haven't put up or how, how do you how do you maintain that kind of schedule?
1: well that's that's the trick. in the summer when I, because I teach in the summer I, I have a lot more time to uh, venture out. During the school year, it does get a little trickier. I don't maybe venture out as far or discover as many new things during the school year. But, yeah, I I still, you know, after work or on the weekends, I do try to get somewhere, whether it's new or not, just to find some new new things to share. You know, everything looks different under different light or different times of the the year. So I, I still, even if I've been to it a dozen times, it's still fun to go to sometimes.
0: Oh, I'm always seeing new things on the same trails that I've yeah, been on. Yeah, yeah. And I think part of that comes with a photographer's eye, where you're always looking for something new or noticing the light in a different way. Now, you're teaching – is it Milligan? I do, uh, yeah, I teach at Milligan College. Yeah. Now, some of it's business, and then you do teach some photography. Is that right? That's right.
1: Yeah, they – they have let me venture out and teach the intro to digital photography, just the intro to it. That is really a lot of fun to teach every every fall.
0: Oh, good! So you're ramping up for a new class this fall in that, then? Yep,
1: getting ready for that. Writing the syllabus, and uh, we start next week.
0: Okay, so now how many students are are in this this program this fall, or do you know yet?
1: We usually have about eighteen or twenty. We're limited, mm-hmm. by, we're limited by the number of uh, computers because, of course, it's digital photography, so everybody has to have a, uh, a computer to work on. And this, we, we just got new Macs at Milligan, so we've got 18 of the big screen iMacs. And so I'm, I'm wow. really excited about that. Yeah, the kids are going to love them.
0: So is that something you've got to learn between now and next week?
1: No, I've had an iMac at home since ooh, probably nine. Okay. Um, and, and we've had them at school. We just had the older ones, and now it's nice to get the updated. They'll be faster and more memory and storage and all that, and uh, the screens are bigger. That'll be nice.
0: Okay. Let me ask you as a, a personal question on this then the photogra- digital photography, what percentage is that art with the camera in the field, and what percentage is it at the desktop on the computer? As far as when now here's my finished presentation. how how much is is after the the shutter work?
1: Well, I think if you're doing your job and you know your your tools, you, you know your camera, you understand light, you understand exposure, hopefully, most of it is done in camera, and you've gotten the exposure right. You've uh, envisioned it in your mind, you've framed it, you've uh, captured it the way you intended. And then, you know, there might be some tweaks that go on. That's always my goal. Okay. I'm not I'm not one who really I, I don't pull much into Photoshop. I use Lightroom, which is an Adobe product which is Photoshop as well, but it's uh it's a photo I guess it's like a dark room for digital. And that's where I do almost all my work. But I really try. I, I would I would like to say it's eighty twenty, you know?
0: in the field with the camera? Yeah,
1: yeah. Okay. Maybe 20%. You know, I'm working on it. You know, I might be cropping it, changing uh, the exposure, white balance or whatever in the computer. But that's my goal. My goal is really to get it right in camera.
0: Right, okay. So then the the class is not in photo manipulation or the far-out artsy side of it.
1: (laughs) No, I I really... (laughs) You know, we save that. We do have a second class. That's, I guess, you would say it's more advanced. It's Photoshop. This first class is really about learning the, the camera and exposure. And I want them to do their edits in this first class in a way that they don't appear to be edits. I don't want people to be. I'd like. I want their work to be seen for what it is, rather than having them see the edits and having that be the star of the show. If that makes sense.
0: How how well manipulated. Yeah. Yeah, for a lot of students they,
1: it you know, especially when you're first starting out in photography, it is fun to slide all those levers all around and really uh <laughs> overdo things and it's really easy. I did it too. I think everybody does it when they're starting out. You know, I I try to have them have some finesse
0: <laughs> with this. Oh. Yeah. Well, okay. I see. Well, then there would be a lot of instruction potential there. <laughs> Yeah. If you can teach finesse. You can go a long
1: way. <laughs> well, that's right. Well, they need to know what everything does, and then they'll know when and how to use it appropriately.
0: Well, I th- I think this the audience is going to really enjoy your presentation of your number one your photographic skills, and then also your your trek your your uh, the coverage of the mountain area that you're doing. I think that's a, a great combination there. Yeah, I
1: don't yeah. know if I I don't know if I'll have much new to tell. You know, I I'm, I guess I don't know my audience real well, but my guess is they're people like me who just absolutely love these mountains and have walked all over them. So, you know, I don't know if I'll have a lot new to uh, share in terms of destinations, but it'll be fun to to uh, look through these together and hopefully I will. Hopefully I'll. I'll point them to a couple things they haven't heard before.
0: Well, I'm sure there'll be things that new things to everybody. And like we were saying, the the photographer's eye, even if you say, oh yeah, I know where that is, seeing it with your eye and your photography, that that could be inspiring all over again.
1: Yeah. Well, I hope so.
0: But I, I, every time I go up on top of round ball, I take the same pictures towards Mount Mitchell every time. <laughs> <laughs> And I come back, maybe it's, I need one of those iMac big screens because when I put it on mine, it just the majesty is just not there.
1: <laughs> yeah, but that's a good thing. You know, if it were there, then you'd never hike back up there. You know, um, <laughs> the fact that it is so great and you can't capture it keeps you going back. And, you know, that's part of the fun of that, too, is that it's yeah. elusive. You can't capture everything. <laughs> and that's a good thing I'm that you can't. <laughs> well, that's good, though.
0: I'm really looking forward to this, Mark, because I know there are places that you have been that I haven't. Even though I looked through your your listing on the web page, a lot of the places I've been to the Big Bald, Mount Rogers, just we've tried several of the same paths. But I'm just really looking forward to the new perspective of those.
1: Great, I'm really looking forward to sharing it. In terms of my my presentation, how I wanted to go about it was to take everyone on an Appalachian track and to leave Roan and, or or actually to go up to the bulbs because we'll be down at the conference center, go up to the bulbs and, um, we start there and then we'll go on over to North Carolina and we'll go up to Grandfather and we'll go on up to Blowing Rock and then we'll go down the Blue Ridge Parkway and, um, we'll visit some falls on the way, uh, before then heading back to, uh, Tennessee and, uh, Rocky Fork and, uh, that area of Unicoid County and Clark's Creek, Unaka Mountain, and um, visiting some various uh, other areas in the Tri-Cities before coming back to Elizabethan and Watauga Lake and, and Hampton, and uh, then heading back up to uh, heading back up to Rome. So that's what I have in mind. Is uh, I, I have things in order so that we can kind of experience them like you would be if you're heading out and venturing out on a, on a long, it would be a very long track, but uh, taking them basically on a tour of this, this region, this area of Tennessee and North Carolina.
0: That's a great idea. That is super. So it, it could actually be a travel log or travel map. Like here's a yeah, that's, three day or a two day outing.
1: <laughs> yeah. That was kind of my, my thought. And the, you know, the exciting thing for me was how much I had to leave out. <laughs> it was actually exciting to realize, oh, you know, I just can't cover everything. And there's so much more than what I can talk about. But that also is a good thing. You know, there's, yeah. there's just so much out in this area to see and to do. And I won't be able to cover it in the time they've given me. But I am going to try to take everyone on, on a truck to see the most spectacular destinations in our region so i'm excited to share those things
0: with uh the the most spectacular yeah okay that would be great yeah a map and a a travel log that's gonna be great mark good idea well thank you all right well i appreciate it very much and people are really going to enjoy your presentation i I know this is going to go over real well
1: All right. Well, thank you very much for thinking of me and including me on this. And I look forward to meeting you um, in less than a month.
0: It's coming quickly. It is. It is.
1: All
0: right. Thank you very much, Mark. All right. We'll see you there. Thank you, Mark. I'm really looking forward to your trek that you're going to take us on in your slideshow. I'm just so excited that Southern Appalachians are a Just the most wonderful place in the world, I think. And I'm looking forward to learning things I didn't know about places I've been to and learning about places I haven't been to yet. So that's going to be great. Okay, links again in the webpage, roanemountainradio.com, episode 43. Links to Appalachian Treks. Links to the Friends of Roan Mountain. And the downloadable schedule for the Fall Naturalist Rally also the one day kids version if you can come up just for saturday that's going to be an awesome day in itself you'll really have a great time and it's a bargain for the whole family bring a picnic and and just come join us information on that the kids schedule is downloadable also a link to extreme roan adventures where you can also download that link all right that's it for this edition of roan mountain radio i'm ken turner Thanks for listening, and I'll see you on the mountain.